This is IGN. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pure to imagination. This is your IGN review of Wonka by Tom Jorgensen. We're all used to sequels and reboots at this point. They're a way of movie-going life. And yet, it still feels like there's a specific air of trepidation around Warner Brothers' Wonka. Gene Wilder's turn as the eccentric candy man of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is a childhood touchstone for multiple generations. And despite its attempts to hew closer to Roald Dahl's novel, Tim Burton's polarizing 2005 effort to readapt Charlie and the Chocolate Factory highlighted just how strongly fans wanted to be inspired and delighted by any cinematic depiction of the mercurial genius responsible for everlasting gobstoppers and fizzy lifting drinks. Under the guidance of Paddington director Paul King, Wonka doesn't fully honor the subversive charm of the Wilder movie, but it has a sweetness of its own that delivers a crowd-pleasing sugar rush for those happy enough to see a few good deeds shine in a weary world. When you sit down to watch Wonka, you may be shocked to discover this thing's full of singing and dancing, which, considering its Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory pedigree, shouldn't be as surprising as it is. It's the second attempt in two years at adapting a beloved doll classic into a movie musical. While Netflix's Matilda benefited from drafting off the blueprint of a Tony-winning stage play, I'm happy to say that Wonka is able to mostly resist the urge to dip into the songbook of the 1971 original and forge its own compositional path. I'm hard-pressed to come up with a good reason as to why Warner Brothers isn't selling that aspect of the movie harder, because the songs are just lovely. From the opening notes of A Hat Full of Dreams, Wonka takes off like a shot out of the gate and never goes too long without dipping into catchy, inventively staged numbers. There's nary a cheer-up Charlie and the Bunch. The songs give King ample opportunity to infuse Willie's and the director's surreal sensibilities into the dour world he's trying to brighten with his passion. Timothy Chalamet strikes a respectful, earnest tone in bringing to life a character who has already been played to perfection. Despite the numerous direct ties back to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, mostly in the form of recognizable quotes, Chalamet's performance never hews too close to an imitation of Wilder, and that space gives him room to put his own sense of personality into the role. The Oscar nominee is at the center of nearly every musical number in the movie, and though his chops on that front aren't revelatory, he does deliver on the open-hearted, sunny tunes with zeal. Chalamet gamely plays up Willie's oddities with wide-eyed weirdness, but as previously mentioned, fans of the character's dark streak will have comparatively little of that sweet and sour contrast to enjoy. Willie is characterized here as an eternal optimist, and, after seven years perfecting his confectionery bonafides, is bounding with good-natured excitement at the idea of owning a chocolate shop, which he also hopes will foster a connection with his mother, played by an underused Sally Hawkins. 
Though the fast-talking Willie drops some snark here and there, he's a long way off from the cynic who will eventually close his factory to the public, and is therefore less prone to the momentary bouts of apathy that make previous versions of the character such a wild card. Dune proved Chalamet can play a broody leader, but King and Simon Farnaby's script opts to shave off Willie's rough edges and transpose them onto the cruel world he's struggling to inspire with treats so delectable they have the power to reunite jilted ex-lovers, to name just one example of their magical properties. Wonka is a movie that celebrates uniqueness, and Wonka's dreams of sharing his confections with the world threaten the status quo for the Chocolate Cartel, a trio of wealthy rival candy men led by Slugworth, Patterson Joseph, who believes sweets should be simple, cheap to produce, and unable to make you fly. As functionary antagonists, Joseph, Matt Lucas, and Matthew Bainton keep things moving with amusing mustache twirling. They hoard chocolate in subterranean vaults to drive up prices and retch upon hearing the word poor, so let that set your expectations for the depths of the film's villainy. Willie and the cartel's opposing aesthetics are well realized through production and costume design, with nice juxtaposition between the creative, flowy visual language Dolls' fictional world invites and the hard-lined utilitarian cleanliness of the bad guys. Wonka is a celebration of music makers and the dreamers of dreams, a big, old-fashioned movie musical that uses Roald Dahl's world just judiciously enough to avoid any serious hits to the author or Gene Wilder's legacy. Timothy Chalamet's portrayal of Willy Wonka is most successful in its earnestness, and Chalamet brings the character to life with a gleeful abandon that makes him easy to root for, along with an energetic supporting cast who end up carrying the banner of Wonka's weirdness more than Wonka himself. Charming and well-staged musical numbers give the movie enough of an identity of its own to make it worthy of a taste. Just remember to burp and fart if you start floating toward the ceiling at any time during your screening. Wonka's IGN score? 7. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Wonka updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.